This is Real Estate News with Kathy Fedke. Is climate change creating a real estate bubble that we should not ignore? And who's going to get hurt if that bubble bursts? Yale's Climate Connections newsletter just reported on a study that claims there's a massive bubble forming because property values do not include climate risks like flooding and wildfires. The 2023 Nature Climate Change Study also suggests six ways to reduce the risk and potentially keep this bubble from bursting. I'm Kathy Fetke, and this is Real Estate News for Investors. Although climate change skeptics may feel we're experiencing normal weather patterns, many people are concerned that severe weather events are increasing in number and intensity. We've been seeing increased storm-related flooding in some areas and more drought-related wildfires in others. Some inland areas are also dealing with water scarcity and extreme heat, while coastal areas are faced with the threat of rising sea levels. The Yale newsletter cited climate futurist Alex Steffen for his definition of this so-called brittleness bubble. Steffen says, As awareness of risk grows, the financial value of risky places drops. Where meeting that risk is more expensive than decision-makers think a place is worth, it simply won't be defended. It would be abandoned. He added that, That will create more problems. Bonds for big projects, loans and mortgages, business investment, insurance, talented workers. All will grow more scarce. The Nature Climate Change Study pegged the overvaluation of U.S. homes in flood zones at around $200 billion. But a study done last year by consulting firm Milliman had a much higher number. In the Milliman study, researchers calculated the overvaluation at more like $500 billion. These figures apply to flood risk and don't account for the impact of other weather-related risks like wildfire. California is suffering the impact of highly destructive wildfires that have been increasing in number and intensity, and that's pushing up insurance rates, making it unaffordable for many people to rebuild or buy homes in high-risk areas. The Southwest has been dealing with a long-time drought, although recent winter rains have helped to replenish reservoirs. But water scarcity and extreme heat are a growing problem in many areas. The report goes on to list six ways to help prevent this bubble from bursting, which I'll share briefly here. The first is to require sellers to fully disclose flood risks. The study says that in general, properties that are highly overvalued are in coastal counties, which often don't require flood risk disclosures. Some property listing websites will show you this information, such as Redfin and Realtor.com. Floodfactor.com also provides property-specific risk ratings. The second suggestion is to raise awareness about climate change, which might lead to policy changes about development in risky areas. This will likely happen as more people suffer the impact and media attention grows. Third on the list of suggestions is to charge market-based insurance rates instead of subsidized rates provided by the National Flood Insurance Program. The NFIP has issued new risk ratings called Risk Rating 2.0. That has brought insurance costs closer to what they need to be, but it's a slow-going process because there are yearly rate hike caps. The fourth suggestion is to reduce federal subsidies for properties in risky areas. These subsidies come in the form of supplemental disaster relief with no requirements for long-term flood risk strategies. The study authors say it's a complex issue, that will take a lot of effort to tackle because there isn't much political support or funding. Fifth on the list of actions to address the so-called climate change housing bubble is a revamping of FEMA and the creation of a National Disaster Safety Board. The report says that FEMA is underfunded, understaffed, 
and has minimal authority to do what needs to be done. A National Disaster Safety Board could help implement policy changes. And last but not least, the report suggests that we should work toward a retreat policy that would help people move from areas that have suffered multiple climate-related disasters. The strategy would be to provide affordable housing for these people, which may sound like a big ask at a time when the nation is suffering from a huge lack of affordable housing anyway. So when would all this become critical? Well, the Yale article cites an NOAA prediction that the average sea level rise by 2050 will be 10 to 14 inches for the East Coast, 14 to 18 inches for the Gulf, and 4 to 8 inches for the West Coast. It says a rapid rise will happen after that and claims that we'll see a rise of 4 to 7 feet by 2100 as compared to the year 2000. The study can't predict when we might see a sudden disruption because so much depends on politics, the economy, and human behavior. It says we might see a period of increased risk in the mid-2030s because of a wobble in the moon's orbit. It's something that happens every 18 years and usually causes unusually high tides along the southern and western coastlines. If you own property in a high-risk area, this topic is something that may command more of your attention. And if you're looking to buy a new property, be sure to check on climate risks and factor that into your decision. And as I mentioned, Redfin and Realtor.com both provide environmental risk factors on their property listing pages and at FloodFactor.com. Either way, if you own property in any of these areas, I'm sure you've experienced much higher insurance costs. And if so, make sure you factor that into your performa today. If you want to read more about the study, you'll find a link to the Yale article at NewsForInvestors.com. I'm Kathy Fedke. Thanks for joining me here on Real Estate News for Investors. The views and opinions expressed in this podcast are provided for informational purposes only and should not be construed as an offer to buy or sell any securities or to make or consider any investment or course of action. For more information, go to newsforinvestors.com.